All right, everyone. Welcome to Uncage. Heather Havenwood Uncaged. I'm super excited about this show today because I'm going to be talking to you about money. Woo! So 2020 has been whatever 2020 has been for you. And today we're going to be talking to you about your relationship with money. Let's uncage it. Okay. Hey everyone. My name is Heather Haven and welcome to a, another episode of Uncaged, Heather Havenwood Uncaged. So what I'm going to talk to you about is about money and your relationship with money. So over the weekend was an amazing Thanksgiving. I hope you guys had a beautiful Thanksgiving wherever you were and whoever you were with or whoever you were not with. And you just really took a time to actually thanks for anything you have in my life. I know for myself, I did. I got an opportunity to hang out with a very small, intimate group. And we spent the like an hour during Thanksgiving, just going around the table and saying thanks for something in our lives today. And then thanking and acknowledging someone at the table. And it was truly moving. And one of the things that we talked about at that table was about our own relationship to money looking at like it like a relationship with another person a boyfriend a girlfriend a wife a husband an ex-wife an ex-husband but what actually is that relationship with money really and it's something that i've taken a look at personally for the last couple of days doing some deep dive work in what is my relationship with money now i could tell you on the surface what i think it is but one of the great things I, someone shared with me said the way you get to the root of your relationship with money is, is you actually ask the, this question. If you spend a lot of time when you were zero to seven with your mom, like I did, I spent most of my uh, time during that age, I was around my mom. My grandmother really wasn't around. My father didn't exist. So it was my mom. And so the person said, ask, ask yourself, your, your seven-year-old self, your five-year-old self, what was the relationship of your mother's relationship with money? What actually was the relationship your mother had with money? And so I began to write out all these really dirty things. Um, and my particular mom was, was she didn't know how to make the money. Men have all the money. Uh, men take, make the money. Men know how to make the money. She doesn't know what to do. Men take money, men, you know, like a lot of stuff that I now personally have had to go through. So from a um, Southern Baptist way or from a female perspective at that age, you remember I was born in the seventies. She was born in the forties. So she grew up in the fifties in, in South you know, well, the South. And what was the construct? What was the paradigm? The paradigm was women serve the men at home and men go out and get money. That's it. And so her mother, her grandmother, her grandmother, grandmother, that was the lineage of basically you serve the home and then you pray to God that the guy that you married can provide. You pray to God that the guy that you Mary is going to actually stay with you. You pray to God that the guy that you marry is going to stick around and actually provide, you know, and that didn't happen. That didn't happen. And for me, for my mom. So what was the conversation growing up? 
it was a conversation of men know how to make money, women don't. Men know how to deal with finances, women don't. Men, you know, men make the money, women don't. How do you think that constructed in my view? It's something I've struggled with for a very long time. This concept of women actually making their own money, married, not married, single, gay, it doesn't freaking matter, but women actually making their own money, getting property themselves is a new paradigm on the planet. Up until 1973, women couldn't actually even own single property by themselves without a man accompanying them. I want you to get how new this is. I was only, I was born in 75. So what is the actual relationship you have with money from your own parents, as well as the construct, the paradigm that was given to you? What was that? What was that? It's something really to look at, right? Then my um, mentor said to me, now ask the question, what was your mother's relationship with men? Now notice attachment. This is just for me. This might be for you. What was your mother's relationship with money? And then what was your mother's relationship with men? Now, with my mom, it was very tied. So with my mom, it was mother, money, money's tied to men, right? And then what was the relationship with men? So it was a very interesting construct, very interesting construct. And if I look at the current paradigm of what's happening, it is shifting. It is very much shifting, but it's a new concept, especially for women in 30s and 50s and 60s. It is a new construct of no matter if you're single, gay, married, not married, being able to build a business by yourself for yourself independently being independent wealthy woman is extremely new concept and then when you add an element called you don't have kids where you're just wanting to build a business because you want to actually expand what's possible for yourself that's looked upon as a lot of dirty little things and so to this year money has been wonky for a lot of people including myself that's one of the things I had to look at, right? And in some way, at the beginning of this year, I really looked at, rela at my relationship with money as it abandoned me. It left me like a relationship, right? And some people might have that going on as well, like a depression of a relationship where it left me. What did I do wrong? Why are you leaving me? Some people have a massive abundance going on right now. Like, wow, this is an opportunity to make a lot of money. Whatever your current financial situation, I truly encourage you to look at the cage you're in. It might look at, wow, this is an amazing opportunity. I'm making a lot of money. I better make it all now because the door might close. And the reason I'm bringing this up today is because as I was around that Thanksgiving table, I realized that our relationship with our money is a mirror. So our relationship with money is a complete mirror of how we see ourselves. Did we abandon ourselves during this time or did we really step up for ourselves during this time? This pandemic, believe it or not, if you want to call it pandemic, um, while we were going around the table and Thanksgiving dinner, me included, they said, say one thing that you're really grateful for this year and then acknowledge someone at the table. And my thankfulness was the pandemic. Why? It gave me an opportunity to slow down enough 
in life and in my business to completely take everything I had done and wipe the table. I did everything. And if you notice, you follow me, Ryan, you notice everything I've done is gone. Everything. It's gone. It's closed up. Close, 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 close. Complete, 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 complete. Had to say goodbye to it. I had to have some grief around it. I had to say thank you. Had to complete it. Sexy boss got complete. <laughs> the the the, bod, the podcast shift got complete. Dating triggers, teaching men how to date women got complete. Like really a wall, like a completion. And then I got to look at this whole new future and uncage my own thought process of what actually could actually extend my highest potential. What is the self-limiting belief right now that I'm thinking that I can uncage? When you start to recognize you're in a cage, then you can actually begin to uncage, truly. And so what I've created, and it's you're gonna begin to see it this week, and I'm not gonna do a launch, screw that. I'm gonna open the door. I'm going to open the door. I think one of the challenges in our online world, we have these launches. What the hell does that do? Big launch and then what does a successful business do? It opens its doors. Amazon opened its doors and then grew. Walmart opened its doors and then grew. They didn't launch, right? They opened their doors and then they grew and grew and grew and grew and grew and grew. And grew. So that whole construct of launching your business and having a launch, I think it's bullshit. And I think it's an old construct. What I'm going to be doing is I am opening the door. It's opening the door for a new way of doing online business. Now, what do you know about my story? If you don't know my story, is I made my very first dollar online in 01. And honestly, I had no clue what I was doing. I didn't know where my journey was going to take me. And I've had a lot of quote unquote successes. I've built many businesses, but every single time I did, it was partnered with a guy, with a man. Because my old construct was I had to work with a man to be successful or for a man. That was my old construct. What got it for my mom? Can't be successful without a man. It's an old, old construct that was brought down not only from my mom, but my mom's mom, my mom's mom, my mom's 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 mom, like seven generations or more. And that's, you know, at least 200 years of a construct of a way of looking at life of you can't do anything without a man. Now you might be wondering how in the hell are you even thinking like that, Heather, in 2020, 2021? It's because old constructs and stories don't just die because things are changing. They just don't go away overnight. They're in our neurological brain. And so that's something I've been working on personally and just uncovering it. But I hope that me sharing the things I'm dealing with over here, maybe that will give you a doorway to look at your own relationship with money. It is, by the way, a complete mirror of how you see the other gender. It really is, including if you're gay or not. It really is. If you're a gay man, how you relate to women and vice versa. It really is. So with this grand opening, I had to look at after making my first dollar in line in 01 
and then making a ton of money over money over time, but always for the relationship I was in or something like that, or trying to prove something. What actually has been my true biggest gift in business for the last 20 something years? And the one thing that I learned that I'm really great at, and every single one of my clients, not only my businesses, but every single one of my clients, the biggest gift I've given all my clients that I work with and I do done for you services and one-on-one coaching is I start to always look at what is it actually they do? What's the clarity of that such that they can take into a process and they can sell that process, not themselves. So I call that from the human to the machine, okay? The human to the machine. How many of you are coaches and consultants where you sell your time, you sell your essence, you sell your experience, your moment by moment time? I've been doing it for a while. I've been doing it for a long time. However, the businesses that I created with the men, and I'm only sharing, like totally being vulnerable with you, has been product-based businesses where I took the business, I took the knowledge, and I was able to package it in a way that, of course, is being sold to masses and scale. Now, this is not new. This is called the information marketing business. This is not new, okay? But I want you to get the construct, the differences. When you first start online, right? Most people sell their services. They're done for you services. You're a lawyer, you're accountant, you're a coach, one-on-one, whatever. You sell yourself on some level. You might be an agency where you have people working for you, you're doing graphics, but you're still selling yourself. There's a humanistic aspect to it. But once you move into uncaging your prosperity, right? You start to look at that your value can be productized. Now, you know this because you see it. You do. But you're like, I don't know, how do I, how do I product me? Right? There's a whole construct there. There's a whole view of a relationship around money with that. When you have a resistance to productizing yourself, and I know I'm going deep on you guys. When you have a resistance to productizing yourself, you're having a resistance to money. Uh, I know. Look at it for a minute, though. If you were able to productize yourself such that you knew the people that got your product had a huge result, would you do it? Yes, you would. You know you would. And then if you knew that you could productize yourself such that your clients got results and you could scale it, would you do it? So as I'm opening the door for Influencer Tribe, I want you to understand that who's it for? It's for coaches, consultants, service providers, and agencies, meaning you have some aspect of a human-human connection. Now, if you've already productized your business and you've scaled it, I'm going to be doing a higher level on that too. But my story starts back in 2004. And this gentleman named Bob Diamond reached out to me and he paid me $3,000 for a month of coaching. Now he was a lawyer. So what do lawyers do? They go to a lot of school and then they charge for their time. It's human. 
Now, what he was doing in the background is he was buying and selling houses in the Philly area. He was making a killing. He was doing very well. It was 2004, 5, 6, 7. He was doing very well. And he had this little niche, right? And he hired me because I was known in the information marketing business, seminar business, where I, I helped speakers start and run seminar companies because I had been working for the largest seminar company in the country. And so he hired me for $3,000 for a month and said, I want you to teach me. And then we did. And then he basically said, look, this is a lot. I don't really get what you do. Can you just do it for me? And we're 50-50 partners. And I'm like, well, okay, sure. But why? He goes, well, I don't know how to take what I know in my head, productize, and put it in a product. And it seems like you do. And I'm like, yeah. So we... We partnered up and I took him online and we did seminars and I productized his knowledge in a, in a course. And uh, the first 12 months was a million dollars. We had a million dollars in the first, that was gross. Uh, the first, um, first year, 2006, that was zero paid ads back then too. So we hadn't gotten that point. Um, now, and now he has that business today is very successful. What was interesting about that particular person is he was really infatuated with this concept that you could take knowledge and productize it. Because think how lawyers or even accountants are. They go to all this schooling to get all this information, and then they have their clients hire them with a huge amount of $400, $500 an hour, so that then they can do the service work. It's very rare that you go to law school for three years and go, by the way, now we're going to teach you how to productize your knowledge. So the productization of your knowledge is critical. And that is what I'm going to be helping service providers, agencies, and coaches and consultants to start the process productizing themselves, productizing themselves so that they can get the results. And that's why I'm opening the doors of Influencer Tribe. Influencer Tribe it's about uncaging your prosperity, uncaging your profits, uncaging your voice. We are in an unprecedented time to really start to look at what is our relationship with ourselves? What is our value? Now, I've said this before, Jim Rohn, we're paid for our value in the marketplace. You've heard that before. And as things have shifted, what the marketplace says is valuable has shifted. And we're in a new shift. Some people might say we're not. I think we are. We're in a whole new level of shift. Obviously, online marketing is growing, but the online education business is just getting started. And that is why I've created Influencer Tribe. My commitment to this is a community truly a community where influencers, now let me explain to you what influencer is, but an influencer is can come and connect, grow and expand their business, their profits and themselves. Now, what is an influencer? An influencer is a leader, it's a teacher, it's a coach, it's a consultant, it's a therapist. It's someone who helps other people. 
That's to me what an influencer is. Now I realize in our current marketplace, a, an influencer is some really cool hot chick or hot guy with six pack abs on, on Instagram. Woo! Yeah. I want to take that to the next level. And the uncaged next level is that you are an influencer. If you're a leader, you consider yourself a leader. If you are a coach, a consultant, a service provider, or an agency, and you're on the cutting edge of whatever you do, could be marketing, could be teaching people how to deal with their marriage and stay together, or how to co-parent, or how to get divorced, or how to find the love of their life. You are an influencer of the world. And this particular community is calling on influencers to thrive, to thrive, not survive, to thrive. And if you are a coach or consultant service provider and you've you made your first six figures or maybe even $80,000 a year, you're like, I got this, but you're kind of, oh my God, you don't even know how you're going to be able to grow because you're working your ass off. This tribe is for you. And everything we're going to be doing inside of Influencer Tribe is an opportunity for you to grow and expand and to connect with other entrepreneurs and influencers. I know that during, um, you know, on Thanksgiving Day, I had just the profound honor to be at a friend's house. And it was only 20 people. And I remember looking around this entire group and just being in awe that I was there. Every single person that was there was an entrepreneur. Wow. What a, like, what a gift that is. What a, I mean, that's a gift. That is such a gift. Cause I remember so many times being at dinner tables and people were like, what do you do exactly? I don't really get it. And being the weird one. You ever experienced that? Oh my gosh. Oh, I've experienced that. So here I am at this table of 20 people and just like so blown away that I'm sitting around a table of all entrepreneurs and all walks of life and all ages. And they were just in community of thanking each other and connecting. And that is my vision for influencer tribe. Because I realize as an influencer and as an entrepreneur and a creative, you're weird. <laughs> you're weird. And the definition of weird, the actual definition of a weird is spiritual. And when you're a creator and an entrepreneur, there's a spiritual artisticness about you that probably most of your family thinks is strange. And we get to choose our family sometimes. We get to say, hey, yes, you're blood, but I choose this people as my family that I feel I belong to and I can connect with and be vulnerable with. And so that is my intention with Influencer Tribe. And so as I wrap up today, I just want to, um, you know, just truly say thank you. Thank you for uh, this time. And I'm thank you, so excited. And if you want to go right now to InfluencerTribe.com, you can. Go to InfluencerTribe.com because I am going to be opening the doors. The doors are actually already open. Um, and this is Uncaged. Uncaged, you can watch it on my Facebook, YouTube, as well as Spotify. But I encourage you today to look at what actually is your relationship with money. 
write down a piece of paper and just say, what is my relationship with you, money? And have a conversation. Ask, what was my father's or mother's relationship to money? And where am I living that out today? So I hope you really enjoyed this show today. It's truly been a pleasure to script it out. Uh, check me out at heatherhatemanwood.com forward slash uncaged. There you will see the show where you can go and check it out. You can also share it with a friend. And I um, hope you guys have an awesome day.